Welcome to the VP Live Network. Your 30-second countdown has begun. This show is intended for adults of legal smoking age, and as such, the content is not intended for viewers and listeners under the age of 18. Vapor's Place is in no way responsible for the opinions of any host on the VP Live Network. Please grab a vape, sit back, and enjoy the show. What's going on? Um, oh, my audio levels are right again. Huh, I don't know what the fuck's up with this shit, but it's not been going crazy. Well, I guess that's good. Yeah, it's good. We're gonna call it good. So, um, yeah, California. Um, that's a fucked up mess. What is up with that? So, if you live in California, um, move. I'm telling you, just leave the fucking state. Seriously. Um, I got a brand new grandson this week. I did at 2.24 Monday afternoon. I, uh, my oldest daughter blessed us with a 7 pound, 4.5 ounce, 20 inches long baby boy. Not that we're, you know, really proud of him or anything. We are. Um, he's gorgeous. He's, he's absolutely, he's just a wonderful, wonderful little baby. Really rather content. Um, my daughter told me last night when I was down there that I jinxed her. Her and her husband were talking about how good of a baby he was and he's very content and, and he doesn't cry. And I'm like, no, 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 fuck that. He needs to cry. Uh, babies don't get strong lungs unless they cry. He, he needs to cry. And they're like, no, no, he's really, he's really pretty content. Um, I jinxed her because he has decided that his lungs need exercised and he exercises them quite well. And I told her just to suck it up because it was good for him. But anyway, yes, he is, he is a beautiful little boy. He got his grandpa's middle name. Grandpa's very proud. Um, so yeah, there isn't a whole lot that can piss me off. Um, people have tried this week, uh, this week has been a test of my patience. I have refrained from my normal responses. Um, I don't know if that was a good move on my part or not, um, but I did it. I did it because a friend asked me to. And um, yeah, so, you know, my typical go fuck yourself and die um, was refrained from being used. So that was kind of a good thing. Um, I was on air with Kevin and Dino on Sunday night. And um, I brought up sucralose. And I have had a plethora of emails and Facebook messages about that topic. So considering this is DIY for the month of March, I think we'll talk about it. Um, the phone lines are open, guys. I do not have a guest for tonight. Um, I wanted to make sure I had the phones open. Maybe some of the people that are sending me this plethora of communications will want to call in. Um, so the phones are open, hence no guest. Um, 
so yeah, so that's what we got. Okay, let me see. Hold on. I had to bring my windows back up. Okay. I have a couple articles and some information I want to impart on you. Uh, this one's from Prevention Magazine. So, yeah, this is not a bullshit article either. Uh, that little yellow packet may not be so innocent. Sucralose, the no-calorie sugar substitute most commonly known by the brand name Splenda, has been found to cause a variety of harmful biological effects in the body. According to a recent researched uh, review published post in the Journal of Toxicology Environmental Health, Part B, Critical Reviews, Have You Been Sugarjacked? The number one reason your belly fat won't go away. Well, this, okay, on a side note, this this article has nothing to do with the fact that I'm fluffy because I don't touch this shit. But anyway, I'm just fluffy. Early research said sucralose passes through your GI tract undigested. So the theory was that it had little to no effect on you. But new studies show that sucralose is actually metabolized. Says a study for the co-author from Susan S. Schiffman, PhD, and an adjunct professor at North Carolina State University, and are a slew of problems, including it reduces good gut bacteria. Sucralose alters the amount and quality of those beneficial microbes that hang out in your belly. The same ones found in yogurt, by the way. Uh, and it does so by 50% or more. Alteration in bacterial count is associated with weight gain and obesity, says Dr. Schiffman, which is a true fact, by the way. Not a bullshit one. Uh, it makes meds less effective. Sucralose limits the absorption of therapeutic drugs, such as those for cancer and heart disease, rendering them less effective. It releases toxin. Many people bake with Splenda to reduce the calories in a recipe, but sucralose decomposes during baking, which releases potentially toxic compounds called chloropanols. Propanols, sorry. Um, and by the way, all of the shit that I'm going to read to you tonight has a bunch of fancy fucking words in it. I am going to screw them up. I do not need anybody to give me a phonetic pronunciation for them. I don't give a shit. So, if you cannot handle somebody fucking up a bunch of fancy words, now is the point in time for you to either, you know, A, stop listening to the show and go find another live vape show, or B, if you're in all the multiple multitudes of people that are listening to this on the replay, guys, I love you, but if, if you can't handle it, um, Turn your fucking radio on. Just saying. Just so you know. You have been warned. Um, it may alter your body's responses. Sucralose can alter insulin responses and blood sugar levels and has been associated with inflammatory bowel disease. It may even alter genes, the researchers note. Wait a fucking minute. So... All of this shit that they have been telling the people that are diabetic, you know, you can't have sugar and all these sugar substitutes in here and have this. So you're you're basically telling them that some of the shit that you've been recommending to them is fucking up their diabetes? Huh. Go figure. Why would they do that? Oh, I know why. They would do that because, you know, it's Big Pharma and anything that produces more income for Big Pharma is a wonderful fucking thing. 
Okay, so, so now let's put the research in perspective. It was performed on rats, and rats are obviously not humans. However, the FDA's approval of how much sucralose can be consumed safely is also based on rat studies. So it is a fair comparison. The research also used amounts that are approved for use in food, not megadoses, and some adverse effects from sucralose were seen at very low levels. For example, says Dr. Shipman, drinking the equivalent of less than a diet soda in a day was found to reduce good gut bacteria, and two diet sodas a day could limit drug absorption. If you're addicted to get your diet fix, these seven gross facts about diet soda will make you rethink that habit. That's another article that everybody should read. The other research published in Trends in Endocrinology and Metabolism in 2013 found that sugar substitutes with sucralose are linked to type 2 diabetes, which we have had an explosion of in this country, heart disease, metabolic syndrome, and obesity. So if you want something sweet, your best option is real sugar in moderation, not sucralose. No more than 100 calories or 16 added teaspoons a day per the American Heart Association's recommendations. Yeah, so there's that. Um, I have another one, too. And and by the way, folks, this is all of the content I have for this evening is bitching about sucralose. So I'm just saying, if you want to call in, you should. A new in-depth review on the synthetic sweetener sucralose marketed as Splenda, published in the Journal of Toxicology, is destined to overturn widely held misconceptions about the purported safety of this ubiquitous artificial sweetener. Found in tens of thousands of products and used by millions of consumers around the world, sucralose's unique ability to dissolve in alcohol and methanol, as well as water, makes it the most versatile and therefore most widely used artificial sweetener in production today, and yet its popularity is no indication nor guarantee of its safety, as is evidenced by a widespread use of other artificial sweeteners like aspartame, sucks donkey balls as well, which while being safety approved in 90 nations around the world, has been linked to a wide range of serious health conditions, including brain damage. If you're even remotely interested in who all of these countries are, I have an article that I can link you to on that too, because aspartame is evil, evil shit. Oh, the tide may be turning. Already this year, the Center for Public Interest in Science downgraded Splenda from safe to caution, citing their need to evaluate a forthcoming Italian study linking the artificial sweetener to leukemia in mice as a basis for their decision. Another recent human study linked Splenda to diabetes and associated changes, calling into question its value as a non-calorie sweetener for those suffering with or wishing to prevent blood sugar disorders. The new study, however, may be the most concerning yet to surface in the peer-reviewed literature titled Sucralose, a Synthetic Organochlorine Sweetener, Overview of a Biological Issue. It reveals an extensive array of hitherto unreported safety concerns 
not the least of which is the formulation of, sorry, not formulation, the formation of highly toxic chlorinated compounds, including dioxins, when Splenda is used in baking, an application which its manufacturer, McNeil Nutritionals, a subsidiary of Johnson & Johnson, who, by the way, don't don't ever go thinking that Johnson & Johnson is this wonderful company because they're fucking not. Actively encourages it to be used for. Hmm. Huh. I, I, I can't imagine. Then again, Johnson & Johnson has a big pharma branch too, don't they? Pretty sure. Pretty sure. A dizzying array of Splenda sucralose safety concerns that have never been adequately tested. The study argues that despite the widespread approval and use, further scientific safety research is warranted due to the following significant findings. Sucralose alters the metabolic parameters and its, and its chronic effects on body weight are unknown. Both animal and human research indicates sucralose may raise blood sugar and insulin levels, indicating it may have a diabetogenic properties. Sucralose alters P-GP and CYP expression. I have no idea what that shit means either, by the way. While classified as a food additive, sucralose's organochlorine structure indicates it interferes with a wide range of organochlorine class drugs and activates detoxification pathways and enzymes in a manner similar to these exobonic chemicals. A metabolic fate and health profile of sucralose metabolites are currently unknown. Contrary to statements in the research literature that sucralose passes through the body in the feces unchanged, meta metabolites have been detected in the urine and feces of both animals and humans, the nature and health consequences of which have never been studied. You kidding me? Never been studied? <gasps> they, they didn't study something they, they thought was harmful? Oh, but wait, wait. Wait, could that possibly have something to do with the fact that it's it's being touted by the chemical industry and the FDA and the big pharma industry as, as a wonderful thing? Maybe that's why it's never been studied? No, I probably shouldn't say that. That's probably untrue. I can think it's true all I want. <laughs> Sucralose alters indigenous bacterial balance in the GIT. Sucralose, delivered as Splenda, has been found to reduce the number of beneficial bacteria in the gastrointestinal tract. The lactobacilla and the bifidoa bacteria, while increasing the more detrimental bacteria. And an example of that is entero, en, enterobacteria. There, I got that one right. One study found the adverse effects on flora did not return to normal or baseline after a three-month recovery period. Yeah, so three months later, three months after you stop ingesting this shit, 
your body still doesn't go back to normal. Sucralose also altered the pH of the gastrointestinal tract. And that's important, guys. Uh, Dawn has made me more aware of gut bacteria than anybody on the planet. So thank you, Dawn. Finally, and perhaps most importantly, the numerous toxicological issues regarding long-term exposure to sucralose are unresolved. One, DNA changes, or the genotoxicity, and the possible adverse epigenic alterations. The genetic, I'm sorry, the generation of toxic compounds during baking, including chloropanols, 1,6-DFC, and dioxins. The bioaccumulation of sucralose and or its metabolites, the interaction between sucralose and or its metabolites with drugs have not yet been studied or evaluated. I'm, I'm not making this shit up, people. Seriously, I'm not making this shit up. Um, I, I, I had somebody send me a message telling me that I, I just wanted some attention. Um, and... Uh, yet again, I didn't come back with my usual response, which would have been, fuck you, go die in a fire. Um, but this this is not made up shit. These facts are out there. People just don't know about them because nobody talks about this stuff. This is one of them things. Everybody's all stuck as far as, you know, I mean, with like with DIY. Kevin was having a shit fit that there's clone sites out there. Well, yeah, there's 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 been groups out there cloning DIY recipes and and mainline major e-liquid manufacturers recipes for forever. Most of them suck, but you know there's that. But you know, diacetyl and AP have been long known to us in the DIY world. It's been a topic of conversation as long as I have been mixing e-liquid. But regular vapors didn't know about it. Why would they? Well, I have to agree with Niagara. Um... And, and and here is, you know, a hint, hint, name drop, but Flavor Art. Um, Flavor Art's expanding the Clearstream Air Study. Because all anybody wants to focus on right now is DA and AP. There are a lot of other things out there, people, that we need to be concerned about. There, There really are. Oh, somebody's on the phone. Hi, 430. Who's this? Hello. Hi. Sucralose sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it just? And so, and so does aspartame. <laughs> um, you have migraines, though, don't you? Uh, that quite triggers migraines, uh-huh. yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, because any, any artificial sweetener um, triggers my migraines. I, I have tried Equal, yes. I have tried Splenda, I have tried uh, uh, Sweet and Low. I mean, I, I have tried all of them, and, and all of them trigger 
my migraines. I never tried They're an artificial. Yeah, I never tried an artificial sweetener because I I wanted an artificial sweetener. Um, I always tried artificial sweeteners because they made sweet tea. They dissolved in sweet tea so much faster. No, just make a simple syrup, and then you've got diabetes in a glass. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you know, you go to a restaurant in the state of Texas. You go to the Black IP, and and you get broccoli cheese soup and and their wheat rolls, and you got to have a big old glass of sweet tea, and and they always it fake the fake shit dissolved in iced tea faster was why I always tried them. And it took me a long time to figure out. It took me a neurologist actually to figure out that artificial sweeteners were triggering my migraines. Artificial sweeteners and MSG both affect me very, very poorly. Ooh, MSG doesn't bother me. I'm glad for that. Yeah, <laughs> MSG bothers me. Um, most of the natural sources um, that are migraine triggers, um, smoked meats and and onions and things like that, don't don't bother me a bit. Now I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I have acrylic in my eye. Thank you very much, Jeannie. How did you get acrylic in your eye? You exploded something. No, I didn't explode anything, but I was turning some, uh, roughing some stock, and for some reason the acrylic just jumped in my eye. <laughs> well, that happens. Um, I, I, I have my glasses on all the time. So, oh, so and do by the I. Way, it's yeah. still got in my eye. Yeah, and, and for anybody that doesn't understand what we're talking about, Miss Parr is making drip tips now. So, yay for that. What? Why am I shushing? Don't shush me. <laughs> I'm attempting. It's, when the it's fuck has shushing me ever accomplished anything? How many days? Do what? How many days? How many days? Oh, 35 days till bash. Okay. So there's your update, everybody. There's 35 days to, until vape bash, and <laughs> and if you're one of the people that that all of you wonderful people that listen to this shit on the replay, um, that's from today, Thursday, the 10th of March. Yes. It it doesn't it, that the amount of days until vape bash is going to change depending on when your silly asses are listening to this recording. Just so you know. Bash, be there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I am so excited. I know. I can't wait. So have you have you come up with any new DIY flavorings? I'm still working on a couple. I got the cake. And Margot may want to shoot me, but I'm I'm still gonna have to work with it. It's it's interesting <laughs> i'm still playing around with the one that i'm telling you what when i tasted that one as a standalone i almost got hints of the pineapple and the coconut and i think that's why i'm so stuck on adding pineapple and coconut to it but i almost have this tropical cake thing the way i want it well i've i added a little bit of pineapple to the cake yes nana's cake and I was going for, like, you know the hummingbird cake that's like the Italian cream cake with pineapple in it? No. That's what I really want. But my Vienna cream has run away. <laughs> so I can send you mine. cream in it. I'll send you mine because I don't use it. I don't, <laughs> I don't like it. 
Well, I'm going to have to add something in there. No, wait. Maybe it's Catlin cream I don't like. One of the two of them I don't care for. Ah. Yeah, I thought I had it, but apparently it ran away. But I added some of the joy into it, and I think I might have added too much. I use joy in really low amounts. This was like 0.5%, so I may have overdone it. Yeah, because I don't think I've exceeded... I think I have joy up to 1% in one mix, but that's because of what it is. Um, Right. But anything other than that, I have never gone above 0.5. And, oh, and clue is to all the people that that question all the time about how you measure this 0.5. Understand... (laughs) That the the smallest sample bottle I make is 30 mils. Remember when we used to mix in three mil bottles? No, I never could. <laughs> Fuck you. You and Oliver both. Kiss my ass. <laughs> I thought about that the other day. and went, yeah, mm-hmm, that's not going to happen anymore. <laughs> Kiss my ass. Um, I could never get those right. Ever. And Oliver does it all the time. Oliver, and do you remember ordering those little three mil bottles? Oh, I still have a bunch of them somewhere. But what yeah, the fuck that was for? what I used to make my test mixes. It was three mils. Oh my God, they were horrible. It was the most horrendous <laughs> thing. And don't you remember that vendors, all the vendors used to have a three mil sample pack? Mm hmm. And you could get all these, and people. I'm telling you, a three mil bottle is about the size of your pinky nail. <laughs> if you're a girl. If you're a guy, it's smaller than that. Yeah, they, they oh my God, those things were, oh, I had forgotten about those horrible bottles. <laughs> oh my God, you well, had to have a, you. <laughs> you had to have a needle on, a, on you had to have a, a blunt needle on a syringe to even get e-liquid in them. Oh my God, they're awful. <laughs> Yeah, now I, like, make 30 mil test matches. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, I do. That's, I mean, my samples, when I make up a a sample to try, it's a a 30 or a 60. Um, And you know what? I get VG and and PG by the gallon jugs um, for four gallons to a a cube. Thank you, Essential Depot. Um, But I did come up with a new recipe this week that's really, really yummy. And I've already vaped through 60 mils of it. What'd you make? I made, I got, oh, let me get my flavor straight. I believe it's Flavor Art Apricot and yogurt, and it's yummy. (laughs) Apricot? and I added. Apricot? Mm-hmm. It's good. Apricot. Yes. Nope, it's TPA's apricot with flavor art yogurt. It's apricot. It's still good. <laughs> okay, folks, and here's a here's a prime example. Par and I like a lot of the same recipes. But there are still a slew of them. That, it's, it's so good to me, Jeannie. I haven't vaped tobacco all day. That that yeah, um, that we disagree on, and uh, <laughs> apricot is is added to that list. Um, apricots are not little peaches. Somebody in chat just put in they're just little peaches. No, they fucking are not. 
No. <laughs> I like that. I'll have to remember that. Yes, they are. They're just like little peaches. Bullshit. <laughs> I call absolute and total bullshit on that. <laughs> that's that's like saying. That's like I don't even know I don't even know that that's that's like saying prunes and grapes are the same thing. <laughs> no. Flavor art yogurt is like yum. Yeah, I th- we have a little bit of a delay too, so I I don't know why that ah. is, but there's a little bit of delay between the live broadcast and and what they hear on yeah. the show, but um. Yeah, no, the flavor art yogurt is pretty good. I I did I do make a peach yogurt, and of course I use the white peach in that, and just a tiny bit of their regular peach. Mm-hmm. Um, because the white peach is my all-time favorite. That that that's JD Vore's fault. Um, my addiction to flavor art white peach is JD Vore's fault. Yeah, I can blame him for that too. But mine is I I like the white peach with pear and menthol, and I yes I know I'm weird. Are you going to be like Jacatro and tell me that it's it's the ketchup of DIY? For most fruits, yes. If no, it's not it's what you want, just add a little menthol to it. Menthol is not ketchup! <laughs> so, it depends on if you like menthol or not. <laughs> well, I, you know what? And I, and I have to say this, but back when... I, my first e-cig was a blue. You know this. And and I had mm-hmm. it about six hours and thought, oh, my God, this is not, something's got to be wrong here because I've gone through four boxes of these, these little bitty things because they were tasting funky. And everybody says when they taste funky, change them. And this can't be right. These things can't be equal to a pack of cigarettes because this has just got to be fucking wrong because I only smoked two packs of cigarettes today. How could I go through five boxes of these things in six hours? There's something's really not right with this. Well... Their menthol? It was good. It was good. And I never liked menthol cigarettes ever, 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 ever. But um the blue the blue menthol was really pretty thin. It was more of a mint though. Yeah, it was it was good. That was it was good. So you know, I don't know if Johnson Creek was making their stuff for them then or not. I do know that Johnson Creek has parted ways with them now. Um, right. But yeah, so yeah, that menthol was good, but I think after um, nearly um, knocking Bonnie over when I made her those <laughs> menthol drops, um, I I just really yeah, those were bad. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> it was bad, and I was and I wasn't even a new mixer for fuck's sake. I'm like, okay, these menthol crystals. Now what do I do with these things? And they're like, oh, yeah, you're supposed to crush them up and put them in the bottle and mix them with PG. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So I was using the mortar and pestle and I was crushing up these little things and I kept putting them in the 10 mil bottle. I'm like, I wonder how much this supposed to, I'm supposed to put in here. I'm like, well, that's got to be enough. Do not fill it up. It was, that's got to be enough. It was only half full. Oh, my God. And so I put the PG in there and they all dissolved. And I was used to working with EM crystals. And we know that EM crystals will only, uh, only dissolve to a certain point. Right. Once you get over 10%, EM will not dissolve in PG. Um, and don't mix it with VG, folks. Trying to make... Yeah, it'll never. Trying to, make, 
EM drops with VG will only lead to sludge. Be aware of that. Um, so I put PG in there and it all dissolved and we thought, well, that's good. Evidently this is, it wasn't too much. Uh, wrong. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. Um, so, so Bonnie thought that she would just add a drop of that to her CE4. Because she had a tobacco mix in there already. We had to throw it away. <laughs> yeah, there's no fixing that. Yeah. <clears throat> one of the, I think one of the best things about DIY now that wasn't so much six years ago is the fact that Facebook exists and Twitter exists and Reddit exists. Yes. And you can get an instant answer to a question. <laughs> yeah, we just kind of had to go, let's see what happens when I do this. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was bad, 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 bad. Um, hey, but I still remember my first DIY juice. It was an epic fail. I mixed 10% menthol and 10% cranberry and tried to vape it. <laughs> How was that? It was nasty. <laughs> I it got, was really bad. I got really lucky. Um, I did. I got really lucky. But I I picked brains for days and days and days before I made my first e-liquid. And I got to pick the brains of Arrowroot and Don Schutz and Gary Briggs. Um, you know Gary Briggs. Mm -hmm. I love that guy. Vaporhead. Um, yep. And and these guys made sure that I knew what I was doing. Now I will tell you that the first e-liquid I ever made was with Lorenz Carmel. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. I made a 15 <laughs> ml bottle of e-liquid and it was a dram of it was <laughs> no 30 Holy mil no shit. no no it was a 30 mil no it was a 30 mil um i made a 30 mil bottle of e-liquid and it was a dram of loran's caramel and my nick and my pg and my vg yeah oh and that that's right. one of, that's been one of my new rants too and just and just put into chat that vg should always come first oh. yes it should people i i'm I, i'm just making me fucking insane. Scientifically, it's alphabetical. PG should always be listed first. VG second. I don't give a fuck what's popular. That has been this popularity thing. Well, you put the big number first. I'm 50 so it really doesn't matter to me. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter to me either, but when somebody says, oh, yeah, I'm making 80-20, really? How's that 80% PG doing for you? Yeah. <laughs> Especially when they're flavoring it like 28 and 30%. <laughs> oh, it, it, it drives me absolutely insane. And And it only got like that with the popularity of high VG e-liquids. Everybody just decided, oh, well, you know, I'm just 
because there's more of this. I'm going to put it first. It's not right. <laughs> but it's for clouds, bro. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but the clouds, bro. <sighs> Maybe that's why it pisses me off. I don't know. But yeah, it's supposed to be PG first, VG second. Yes. Way I always was, that's the way I always understood it was to be. Yes. PG is the first number. VG is the second number. Because it's scientific, people. Well, and, and, and Rick puts in chat, most mixers aren't chemists. And yes, Rick, I agree with that. Most, most, they're not chemists. But if you're going to enlist something scientifically and enlisting it, 50 slash 50 is a scientific expression. I like what then, Liz says. P comes before V. Then <laughs> do it the right way. And when you, and, and that's the thing. Yes, yeah, when you, and Oliver wrote in chat, you know, it's hard to talk with these new kids in DIY. It is. It, it makes it very difficult because they list something out and you're like, okay, well, you might want to try that with some more, um, VG in it and bring it up to, to a 50-50 and they're like well I've already got 80 and they're like oh well you listed that incorrectly and and they're like oh no no man because when I get stuff from my vendor if you're an e-liquid vendor and you're listing it incorrectly that's a fucking problem <laughs> that's a problem and people don't see that part of it either but okay whatever I don't play a chemist anywhere. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't play a chemist anywhere either. Um, if I have a chemistry question, I email Kurt Kissler, and he is ever so patient and kind and wonderful and answers answers all of my fucking emails. I I can imagine some days Kurt is sitting in his office at Penn State University, going, "What is wrong with this woman?" I would bet he is. <laughs> I'm still working on the blackberry dumplings. Well, hurry up. I want to try that one. <laughs> I am. I'm still working on the blackberry dumplings. Um, I almost have it, but I, I keep tweaking one thing and trying and go, nope, that wasn't it. And I tweak something else. Nope, that wasn't it. Tweak something else. Nope, that wasn't it. Not and, yum yet. And I've gone through... All six of the ingredients that I've got in this thing and tweaked each one and went, nope, that's not it. Nope, that's not it. So maybe I'm thinking that what I'm missing is something that I don't have in there. So Well, we'll or do what I would do. Go back to your first rendition and try that. I did that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yep, did that. Nope, not that. Now, sometimes that works for me. If I mess with it too much and I'm like, let me try what I initially started. And then it's like, okay, this isn't bad. <laughs> well, and, you know, and all of them, they're not bad. It just, there's just something not there. It's just not, it's good. It's mm. just not what I had <laughs> in my head. Uh, and oh, there's a question. Dana Dana wants to know if you should be concerned with the pH level in your his e liquid. Um, if you want to be, I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, if you want to be, um, 
I have never worried about the pH levels in my e-liquids. Uh, there are a lot of vendors out there that focus on that in a big, big way. And they work at adjusting their pH levels. I do not. If That's something way over my head. Yeah, if something tastes too acidic to me, um, I don't use that flavor anymore. There are a lot of there are a lot of arguments for and against uh, messing with pH. I just don't. So there's that. I mean, I know that was a non-answer, but it's the only answer I've got is a non-answer. Yeah, since I only made juice for me and my my spouse, I'm really not been ever concerned with that. So. <laughs> Yeah, and what's really funny is they say that pH greatly affects tobaccos, and you love tobaccos. Yeah, I've now I've I've used the what is it the MTS Vape Wizard, uh huh, and to take some of the sharp edges off. But that's about all I've ever done. Yeah, I'm that's the where I'm at. Vape Wizard, um, Vape Wizard does a lot of really nice things. Um. There are a lot of mixes that no matter how you adjust, if you have four different fruits in there, no matter how you adjust your percentages on those four different fruits, it seems that one of them is just overpowering everything else. And it's not really that it's overpowering anything else. It's that it's got some really sharp notes to it. And the MTS will just add in a little bit of the Vape Wizard to it, brings it down, and you're like, oh, ta-da! And you're right. So, some tobacco flavors. So a lot of people use the vinegar, but I don't. It's just a, it's a personal choice for me. Oh, apple cider vinegar. Remember her? <laughs> Remember her? Yeah. Fucking a god. Yeah. Me. Um. There are, That's all i got to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of people out there, kids, that um, come up with a lot of things. Now, I mean, and Kurt, I asked Kurt about the apple cider vinegar because I'm thinking, this just cannot be good. And, you know, he said, well, I would think in the tiny, tiny amounts that they're using it in their e-liquid, um, it's probably not going to have any kind of effect. So yeah. I, you know... Kurt sets me, he confirms my thoughts on a lot of things, but he sets me straight on a lot of things, too. Um, so, like I said, um, when in doubt, I, I email Kurt. You don't have to be the smartest kid on the block. You just have to be smart enough to find a smart kid. Yep. <laughs> All right, Miss Jeannie, I'm going to have to get off here. My phone is beeping at me. Okay, goodbye. I love you. See you soon. Bye. Love you. Okay, so now we're going to go back to, because I want to finish reading on this sucralose because there's a lot of things that, that people are not realizing. Okay, they think because it's a food additive, it's okay. Well, they've already come out and said you should not be baking with this stuff. Okay, um, and, and part of this is the breakdown. Okay, cancer-causing dioxin-like and dioxin-like compounds form 
when Splenda or sucralose is cooked. As the reader can plainly see, the picture is a complex one. There are more unresolved questions than answers. But perhaps the most concerning issue addressed in this report is the safety of sucralose that has been heated. <clears throat> heated. Okay. Are we paying attention to the word heated? Need to stress that. According to the paper, historically, sucralose was reported to be heat-stable at temperatures used in cooking. But they cite a number of reports from independent laboratories showing that sucralose undergoes thermal degradation when heated. One study showed that the stability of sucralose decreased as the temperature and pH increased, with the breakdown process commencing at 119 degrees Celsius and temperatures of 180 degrees Celsius causing its complete degradation at all pH levels with release of chloride ions. Additionally, they refer to research showing that sucralose can break down into the following concerning compounds when heated. Chloropropanols are generated when sucralose was heated in the presence of glycerol. <clears throat> I'm going to read that again. Chloropropanols are generated when sucralose was heated in the presence of glycerol. Chloropropanols are a compound are a group of contaminants that include no, known genotoxic, carcinogenic, and tumorigenic compounds. Other chlorinated compounds formed when sucralose is heated in the presence of food include benzo-p-dioxins. Here's a bunch of fancy fucking words I can't pronounce. Dibenzofuranans. Dioxin-like polychlorinated bisymphenols and polychlorinated naphthalenes. So yes, big fancy words, folks. Chlorinated compounds like dioxins and DDT are notorious for being both highly toxic and resistant to breakdown once released into the environment, which is why they are classified as persistent organic pollutants. Splenda was launched in 2000 with the tagline, Made from Sugar, So It Tastes Like Sugar, until it retired this slogan in 2007 after settling with its rival, Persistent Company, the maker of Equal, who accused the makers of Splenda of intentionally confusing consumers into thinking that its product was more natural and healthier than other artificial sweeteners. Long gone are the days that this artificial sweetener can be marketed as natural, safe, and healthy alternative to sugar. 
To the contrary, today's research clearly indicates that sucralose is a toxic chemical that we should go to great lengths to avoid exposure to rather than something we should intentionally add to our food. You will also find a growing body of research that indicates that sucralose not only does not break down in the environment, but it survives water treatment plant purification techniques with the inevitable consequence that it is accumulating in concentrations in our drinking water and the environment that may adversely impact humans and wildlife alike. Huh. Maybe that's why animals are attacking people in droves lately. Maybe maybe the maybe the maybe all of the the critters are diabetic. There's that. Maybe it's that. The discovery that thermal breakdown through cooking can lead to the formation of highly toxic and equally persistent chlorinated compounds, including dioxin, raises a series of red flags for consumers, manufacturers, and regulators as the information becomes more widespread. A cursory pursuit of the World Health Organization's description of dioxins and their effects on human health, which it lists as belonging to the dirty dozen of the world's most dangerous pollutants, we will see that it is at stake here. For more information on the formation of toxic chlorinated byproducts, the following... Oh, sorry, shit. I'm going to start that entire sentence over again. For more information on the formation of toxic chlorinated byproducts following the heating of sucralose, read a 2013 study published by Scientific Reports titled Polychlorinated Benzo... P dioxins and diablet form from sucralose at high temperatures, which goes into the topic at greater length. The accepted daily intake of Splenda or sucralose may have been set 100 times too high to ensure safety. Oh, and by the way, if you're on hold and you want to talk to me, you have to press one. By the way, I know I know the British lady didn't tell you that when you called in, but you still need to do it. Um, I don't know that you actually want to talk to me unless you press one. Um, lastly, an equally concerning issue addressed by the paper is the problem of the acceptable daily intake, or the ADI. The F FDA, fucking FDA, yay, fucking liars. Uh, the FDA, also known as those fucking people that don't care about your safety and welfare. The FDA approved an ADI for humans of 5 mg per kg per day in 1998 based on toxicity studies in rats by determining a no observed effect level, or a NOL, of 500 mg per kg per day, then applying a 100-fold safety factor. Since then, research has emerged showing that the NOAA in the microbiome of gut bacteria of rats for Splenda is actually as low as 1.1 mg per, sorry, 1.1 mg per kg per day, 454 times lower than first determined. Four hundred and fifty-four times lower than first determined. Huh. 
and 3.3 mg per kg per day for changes in intestinal P-GP and CYP, 151 times lower than first determined. Therefore, if the biological effects of sucralose in rats and humans are the same or similar, then significant effects would be expected in humans far below the ADI. So, I hope that has cleared up anyone's confusion on why I do not like sucralose. If you are buying pre-made sweetener, do yourself a favor and ask what it is. Okay? Um, and somebody put into chat a little earlier um, that a, well, the equation for 119 degrees Celsius equals, and, and they're exactly correct, it's 246 degrees Fahrenheit. So, let me ask you this, people. What do you have your temperature control set on? Because it matters. It matters for something other than what your cotton wicking can hold. Then you have people like me who don't use temperature control. I have devices that use temperature control. But I don't use it. Speaking of which, I'm very sad. Um, somewhere in my house, I have set down my uh, DNA 200 beta and I can't find it. I don't know where the fuck it's at. And it's bugging the shit out of me that I can't find it because it's got my Triton on there. And um, I got the whole sweet shop line from Jeremy to try. And I'm into the lemon snickety and it's really good. And that's what's in there. So I can't find it and it's pissing me off. Um, I'm getting really annoyed. I need to find my mod. The other thing, uh, let me go find it because I wanted to read you this post. Greg Conley, the rock star of vaping in the United States. Gotta love him. His post, the, the, his words in his post are tobacco control in 2016, angrily sniffing and inspecting airplane bathrooms. Um... Part of this comes from the, the news leads, but um, the post that he put up, it says, if, even, if regulate, even if regulations are put forth, monitoring the use of an odorless mist will be hard to accomplish. In early March, the U.S. Department of Transportation officially banned the use of vaporizers and e-cigarettes on commercial flights. 
but in the real world, it won't be so easy. Recently on a flight, Kligas says he noticed a man emerge from the plane's bathroom with an e-cigarette in hand. Even with his decades of experience studying nicotine consumption, he could not find a trace of use in the bathroom. Short of installing nicotine detectors, it's nearly impossible, he says. That's a fucking quote, people. Short of installing nicotine detectors, it's nearly impossible, he says. This guy's a fucking moron. Hi, who's this? I hear baby. Oh, Jeannie, I didn't. Yeah, Jeannie, I'm out to dinner. And somehow it said you're now in the host queue, and I didn't hit no button. Well, Liam, I'm going to stick you back on hold. Yeah, well, hey, Donald Trump, maybe that's why he's biting off everybody's heads, because he's got all that sucre. <laughs> all right, now I'm going <laughs> to. There, we got Lee stuck back on hold. Um, yeah, um. So, Cligus thinks that that um, is is there such a thing in existence? I'm going to Google that right now. Oh well, I'll be son of a bitch. There are nicotine detectors. Oh, that's a saliva test. That's a smoke detector. Uh, no, I, I can't find... I don't know. I Google's showing me smoke detectors and shit. So, I, you know, I... <laughs> I how in the fuck do they really think that they're going to do this? You know what that means? That just means people won't be going in the bathroom to stealth vape. They'll just sit in their seats and stealth vape. Um, JB says in chat that he heard that Panama Beach, Florida, they ban drinking on the beach during the month of March and the police are running around the beach tasting people's drinks and checking for alcohol. Uh, fuck that. Is no part of my public service would be drinking out of someone else's container. No. I mean, I'm not Kevin. I'm not Kevin. But, no. Fuck that. There is no way, no job on the planet Worth enough money to me that I am going to drink out of a stranger's drink container. Not going to happen. Just not going to happen. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. Hold on. I have to, hold on. I have to send a text. 
my husband is out of town working again, as fucking usual lately. Um, I love that my husband's good at his job, and I love that his boss is appreciating. But you know what? This this being out of town, fucking constantly. Um, he got the he took a vacation day Monday because we knew when the baby was going to be born, so he got to be here. So, but yeah, he's he's gone a lot, and I hate it. I hate it. Um. So. Nicotine detectors. Well, I guess that means that all of the people that... I don't know. I don't know. I did I did have to get a hold of Upstomp and Uncle Dagger this week. Um, both of them are saints. I was talking to my husband about uh, Swedish Snooze. And he's like, well, you know, and I tried that stuff at the... I bought some of that... I don't know, they have one down to the store here, but it was, he said it was really gross and it was just sweet, 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 sweet. So I um, got a hold of Dagger and Upstomp, um, both of them being very involved in Swedish snooze. And um, they're going to send him some stuff to try out. And Paul's like, well, I don't mind buying whatever I want. He said, it's just, I don't know what to buy. So they're going to send him. So at least maybe he'll try that out and like that. Because. Yeah he. My husband dips Co Copenhagen. So. But we'll see. Um, if he likes it he likes it. If he doesn't he doesn't. Um, that's one thing I have to say. My husband never complained about my smoking. Ever. And my husband's not a smoker. But he never ever complained about my smoking. Um. And the reason I gave vaping a try was for Paul. I had no thought in my head that it was going to work for me. None at all. But what happened is... Um, my back started hurting really bad and I, I couldn't take a deep breath. It felt like somebody was stabbing me in the back with an ice pick. And this went on for days. And I finally called the chiropractor's office and I said, I think one of my ribs is out of place. Um, I can't even take a deep breath. And they said, okay, well, come on down. So I um, drove to the chiropractor's office, 26 miles away. And I went in. And he's talking to me and he's asking me all these questions. And I answered all his questions for him and he's feeling my back. And he says, um, I'm going to need you to go to the emergency room. I said, what? He said, I, I, I really would just, I would feel an awful lot better if you would go to the emergency room. I will call and I will tell them that you're coming down. If you're not comfortable driving yourself, somebody here can drive you down. And I'm like, why the hell do I need to go to the hospital? I just need you to put my back in. He goes, no, nah, I'm, I'm not comfortable with giving you an adjustment. So went to the hospital and the next thing I know they've got me in a CAT scan machine and they're pumping me full of the shit to not have me oh to not have me die on contrast because I'm allergic to contrast material. Um, not allergic to shellfish though, which is kind of fucked up. Um, and I I ended up spending uh, 
nine days in intensive care unit with a pulmonary embolism the size of a golf ball in my right lung. And when we walked out of the hospital, um, I was not even to the car. I was in the hospital parking lot halfway to our car when I lit a cigarette. And he didn't, he wasn't bitching at me to quit. He never bitched at me to quit. He said, have you thought about giving that electronic thing a try? What electronic thing? He said, that cigarette thing. I said, what electronic cigarette thing? And and it was e-cigs. And um, when I ordered it, I bought it and I thought, you know what, I'm going to give this a try and it's not going to work, but at least I can say I tried. And I got it on January the 8th of 2010. Done. Needless to say, uh, they kept a really close eye on my lungs for quite a while. Um, I guess evidently that, you know, if you have a pulmonary embolism, you are you are just prone to throwing blood clots. Um, been fine ever since. My lungs have steadily improved, so if if I needed any proof that vaping is a healthier alternative, um, the fact that they watch my lungs like a hawk for a long time and kept telling me they're getting better and better, that's it. Now, I need some people with some DIY questions. I seriously, I do. You need to call me, 347-308-8329, and you need to ask me a DIY question of some kind. Par's the only one I've gotten tonight. What else do we have going on in the world? I know, Par. Well, you'll send me your email. You know to send me an email already. I don't need to tell you. Um, Tootsie Rollish flavor. Um, you know, I... Costello... I, chocolate is just too hard. Most chocolates suck. Uh, Lamental, I saw your post earlier um, in the DIY group about looking for a toast flavor. And I had to agree with everything that Jocatro said. That is really going to be a, a difficult one. Um, and you want just plain toast. You don't want, you don't like want toast and jam. Because as far as toast and jam goes, um, Flavor Arts, Apple Pie, and TPA Strawberry, ripe strawberry, sweet strawberry, whatever their strawberry is, and a, a drop or two of a, a drop or two of AP works for me for toast and jam. Hi, 503, who's this? That's me again. I got disconnected and you picked up on me. Ha <laughs> ha! I'll sneak you back. Alright. Okay, there's another one. Uh, hi, 614, who's this? 
Hi, Jeannie. It's Ann. Hi, Ann. Hi. And it's really funny because you brought it up as I was calling you, and I was going to ask you about Flavor Arts Cocoa. But I'm taking it you don't like chocolate. Um, I do vape. like chocolate. I love chocolate. I have not been able to nail a chocolate vape. Vape, right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah no, and, they and all end up going... Yeah, they all tend to end up going to Baker's Cocoa. And Baker's Cocoa is not tasty. Um, I actually mixed some with some caramel and marshmallow. Mm-hmm. Uh, that turned out really good. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. my question was, if you were messing with the uh, Flavor Arts Cocoa, if you were having a problem with uh, frying your coils with it. So I did with the tiramisu, and now I'm going through coils again, and I'm vaping cocoa. Well, and and most chocolates tend to do that. I don't know if it's because of the buildup. I don't know. Um, Some things are just, maybe it's too much. Have you tried turning the um, percentage down? Yeah, I've done... um you know, no more than three, but usually about 2%. Uh, this last batch I did do three. Um, I haven't gone lower than two. Or maybe I have. Yes, I have. Uh, one and a half. But it's, um, I don't know if you've ever looked at Flavor Arts Cocoa, but it's very dark. And that's what I was wondering if, that's some strange stuff. I know it's been tested and it's good. And I do like the flavor. I'm just amazed at the looks at it of it oh well yeah i mean being being and seeing that's a thing um i know there are some i don't add color to any of my e-liquids correct but there are some flavorings that are dark in color i don't avoid them because of that well Mm -hmm. I, i always i did avoid loran's grape but then again i've i've got i've been long standing on my statement about Lorenz. Um there are some Lorenz flavorings that I love and I continue to use but they're I am in no way disillusioning myself into thinking that they're probably safe because I I would probably bet my house on uh Lorenz having some DA and some AP and you know I mean I I I yeah. would bet my house there's diet ketones in their stuff. Um but Lorenz has for a very long time said they could give a shit about us. Their products are not for vaping. They don't want them used in vaping. Um, people are saying that they're starting to change that opinion, which yeah. would be really nice if they changed that opinion. And it would be great if they were disclosing what's there and what's not there. But for the few that I use, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am one of them people that is, as far as all of the diaketones go, I don't give a shit if they're there or not. What I do care about is that you tell me, honestly, whether they are. Yeah. Well, I agree. Uh, You know, I mean, I I personally choose to stay away from them. Uh, But that's my choice. Uh, But I I think everybody who puts it out there, it's the people who are, are... hiding be- behind some curtain or or even the other thing that's really got me is some of the flavor lines they'll say that their flavorings are FDA approved 
And it's like, wait, wait, wait. No, they're not. Yeah. For vaping. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Nothing is FDA approved for vaping. Nothing. Anybody that Correct. says otherwise is feeding you full of shit. Oh, uh-huh. Oliver Oliver says, and and Oliver, by the way, and he's going to kill me for this when he sees me next month. Oliver <coughs> is the, he's a flavor guru. He really is. The man, the okay. man is the best mixer I have ever known. Um. Yeah, and above and beyond any vendor. And I'm sorry to all the vendors out there, but you know what, Oliver? Yeah, that's the man you guys need to be getting a hold of. Uh, but anyway, Oliver says that Capella Chocolate Fudge Brownie, F.A. Chocolate, T.P.A. Milk Chocolate, and F.A. Cocoa are a nice chocolate base. Huh. Yeah, I'm reading that. That's a lot of chocolates. Well, yeah, but you mix them together and use them as one flavoring. Right. Um... Oliver, you got a percentage? Or is it all equal? Yeah, Oliver's a lot of people's heroes. Um, I know I have a couple of recipes that I was kicking around and could not get right and could not get right. And um, and I was talking about them, and Oliver would send me a couple of things to try. And, um, yeah. Awesome. He's got a red velvet cake, Ann. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, Oliver, are you Oliver, are you gonna bring red velvet cake with you? If he brings it to bash, Ann, mm-hmm. you you'll have to try some of it. It is fucking okay. amazing stuff. It it is probably the my all time favorite uh e liquid ever. It is it is the bomb diggity wow or what how what's uh, a what's the new what's the new awesome thing kids say because whatever it is that's don't what it ask, is don't ask me <laughs> i'm still stuck on awesome sweet i have no idea yeah it's it's good it is so good and there is Does oliver actually have any uh, a line no oh really oliver is a diyer and he oh, developed gosh. some flavors for people. And, and yeah, that one is to my taste, Oliver. You're exactly right. The red velvet cake is to my taste. It's really, really good shit. So Yeah, Oliver, you're going to have to bring some, please. Come to Bash. And by the way, there's still hotel rooms. At that resort. Yeah, I think maybe, I think that a lot of people are choosing to find other venues to stay at because that resort is rather pricey. Okay. Um, it is double what the rooms at Babercon cost. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, because I got the breakdown on uh, what the cost will be for three nights. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I understand that, but um, I'm all about location. I'm lazy. Well, I'm and I got to tell you, if you can stay in the golf tower, that's that's where we're at. Okay, because that's closest. Um, okay. Yeah, because Lisa and and Par and I last year, holy fuck, it was like half a mile to the venue through the oh hotel. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it was this place is freaking huge, like. Okay, and you go this way, and then this wind back through, and this way, and wind back through, and I'm like, Jesus! 
It was freaking. Oh, wow. We were so far. It was a long way. Yeah, you need. We needed. We needed a. a, a we needed a shuttle bus. And then, and then wow. there's Sweets, and Sweets was there, and Sweets had her little cart, and she's just zooming right along, and I'm like, rotten thing. Can I have a ride? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so I got the golf side, whatever. So that's your tummy, that's the closest? Uh, I believe so. I think that's the closest one okay um, and then on the reservations i did put on there to try to get our our rooms as close together as we can so hopefully that means that par is also in at the uh, golf i don't know Tower. okay i don't know yeah, all i care about it. i don't care if they've got me in the the farthest corner away from the event it's just the fact that um, I'm going to be there and my girls are going to be there yeah. um, makes me very happy. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if the guys from Flavor Art are going to be there. I surely hope so. Um, Jeremy was unsure whether he was going to be there or not. Um, but he sent me a message and told me that he is coming. Um, Lanny told him to go. So thank you very much, Lanny. You're amazing. I tell that boy all the time how lucky he is to have that that, that woman that he found that woman, and she agreed to marry him. He's a very lucky boy. Some um, people get that lucky, yes. Yeah. He did too. Yep. I asked BSP the other night, and BSP from Vape TV is not going to be there this year. He can't He can't swing it this year, which makes me rather sad, but Fezman will be there. And so, I mean, there is just, uh, there, and of course, you know, I sit here naming off people that are going to be there. Did you guys uh -huh. notice that I didn't say such and such a vendor is going to be there? Well, I didn't say that oh, because yeah. that's not, not there. Uh, no, we're there for the people, really. Yeah, I I don't go for the vendors that are going to be there giving out free shit. Correct. I I yeah, go to these events um, because I need to be around the people. Yes. Yeah, and uh, well, I I won't bring up anything any bad news, but Margot and I were kind of touching on. What would we do if this came to a stop? Uh, besides cry, uh, and it's like, well, we'd all just—we'd have to meet. We'd have to find a way to to meet. Yep. Um, the so. the conventions, the big conventions. Um, there's a convention going on in uh, Connecticut at the Mohegan. I don't. Kevin was asking me if I was coming up. I had already bought my ticket to, to Vape Bash, and and I was mm -hmm. just honest, and I told Kevin, I would love to go to the meet up in Connecticut and see Kevin Dino and everybody. Um, it's not my style of a meet, though. It It's a convention, and I'm not yeah. really into the whole convention thing. Uh, I don't go to walk up row after row after row of vendors who I've never freaking heard of saying, here, try our, our ultra-premium competition cloud line. Uh, no, I don't know you. I've never heard of you. I am not up for trying shit from random vendors I've never heard of because I don't know if I can trust you or not. And I, exactly. I, I am picky enough that I want to know the people that I'm buying e-liquid from and know that I'm buying a decent product. I don't want something that you made in your kitchen 
because if I want juice made in the kitchen, I will vape my own because I know how anal retentive I am about scrubbing all the surfaces down with Clorox cleanups and disinfecting everything prior to me making e-liquid. And I don't trust you to do the same damn thing. Exactly. Yeah. And then I, um, I think it, when we were in Richmond, when somebody like mixing in the room. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, no. yeah, when we were in Richmond, there were several vendors overheard. we got to go back to the room and make up some more e-liquid. I'm really not interested in trying e-liquid that was mixed up and bottled in a fucking hotel room. Exactly. Can we nope. say, ew? Ew. That's right up there with that chick taking the tip off the bottle with her teeth and then putting it back down on the table for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like some people just don't. Yeah. I don't understand them, but I am. I'm seriously looking so forward to Bash, and um, uh, I can't believe it's it's just about a month away now. I so, can because um, it just seems like you know it's like okay, what's taking so damn long? <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, but then, see, but then you start wishing your life away, and I hate it when I do that. Um, oh, no, I've I got too damn much shit to something. do, and not a lot of days that my hands have felt good to do any of it. Mm. So, I mean, hey, I have canceled, way, yeah, I canceled the appointment with the, the, with the real estate agent, and I'm still trying to get the real estate agent back out here to get all of this shit listed, and... And, yeah, so I, I need more days that I feel better. I really do. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's not been good, and I don't know why, because the, the weather's been really, really nice here, believe it or not. Yeah, it was rainy here today, um, but the temperatures have been up, and uh, we do have a cold front coming in. And I tell you this only because you usually get, you usually get the weather after me, um, if not at the same time. So I don't know if you had rain today, but you probably will tomorrow. No, ma'am. Okay. Yeah, we got lots of rain today, and uh, but it's pretty much over. Uh, so it's probably heading your way. Where are you? Uh, Columbus, Ohio. Oh, yeah. We're usually about a day and a half behind you. Um, my brother lives in Goshen, Indiana. Okay. And generally I get his weather three days later. Three. Okay. And then sometimes it's it's with Margot. Sometimes I get her weather a couple of days later, and sometimes I don't. She's been in like they're going up in the eighties this weekend. I'm like that is crazy. It's it's the beginning of March and they're going up in the eighties. Um, hey you Par, Par, how warm was it at your house today? Because that'll shock you. Um, when I lived in Dallas. It was really funny. My parents came down. And, um, yeah, par was 74 today. So, but oh. I lived in Dallas and my parents were there. And I'm like, oh, we've got a cold front coming. And, and I went and picked my parents up at the at the airport. And I've got on shorts and a t-shirt. And uh, they had come down for Thanksgiving. And um, we walked outside. And my dad said, holy shit. What the <laughs> hell is this? I said, well, this is Dallas, Texas in November. Well, yeah. and then he's like, I thought you said you had a cold front coming. I said, we do. I said, it's coming in tonight. And uh, that night, it just, and, and of course, I mean, 
Dallas, Texas, it rains, it rains inches and inches in an hour. Um, wow. I mean, it's like the fucking sky falls out. Um, and it's just a deluge. Um, horrible amounts of water. Well, and the wind started. And I went, oh, here comes the temperature drop. And the next morning, my dad looked out the window and he said, holy shit, look at your car. And I look out there and I had a uh, 1983 Nissan 280ZX that was in an ice coffin. Oh, no. And and I said, oh, yeah, look at that. And my dad says, well, what are you going to (laughs) do? I said, what do you mean, what am I going to do? an hour? (laughs) He said, how are you going to get your car out? And I said, wait an hour. Yep. I said, the, sun, the sun's up. It'll be gone in half an hour. And my dad said, yeah, well, I'll, I'll wait to see that. And yeah, and guess what? An hour later, uh, my car was sitting in the rain. That's I amazing. Said, see, there you go, Dad. And he said, I've never seen shit stupid like that. Uh-uh. No, and, and I do know, I know that Texas gets a lot of rain, especially now that PAR's, I know where PAR's at. I kind of watch people's weather. Um, but when I was at Margo's there for Christmas, uh, the rains hit that area and it just, it didn't stop. I've never seen rain not stop. Oh yeah. It just, yeah. I mean, that, that just, I've never seen anything like it. You know, it'll rain here and it'll stop and it'll rain and stop there. There was no stopping. Oh yeah, everything like where everything was flooded. Um, pars for yeah. trees. Yeah, everything was flooded. Um, generally, it doesn't rain like that though. There, you know, generally the the sky turns black, the sky falls out, and the sun's back. Oh, okay, like so Florida. That was what was so surreal about that was it was just raining and raining and raining and raining and raining. It it was just like what the fuck is this. The worst thing about rain in the state of Texas is the fact that generally it doesn't happen very often. And I, and while everybody thinks that's a wonderful thing, we're going to, you know, compare this to Southern California. It's kind of like the same thing. What happens is it doesn't rain, it doesn't rain, it doesn't rain, it doesn't rain. But you still have millions of cars driving on the roads every day. Millions right. of cars. Dripping oil, dripping transmission fluid, dripping various other petroleum-based things with Mm -hmm. nothing to wash it away. Wash it, yeah. And the roads are concrete. So when it does rain... It's slick as all shit. you got all these fucking morons that are still trying to do 82 miles an hour on Interstate 635. And you end up with 50-car pileups because said stupid people... Don't know how to fucking drive. Yeah. Rain is worse there for for stupid drivers than snow. Because, you know, snow is such a novel concept to them that they all freak out and drive five miles an hour. Mm Mm-hmm. Rain, on the other hand, they're like, oh, big deal. It's some water. Let's still do 82 mile an hour. Yeah, hit, hit that oil. Go for it. So yeah, that's that's the that's the worst thing about about driving down there is when it rains, because they're stupid. <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah. Well, I'm not kidding. Hey, I, it's not like I'm bashing te- all Texans because as part, part will tell you the same thing. And stupid people don't know how to drive in the rain. They don't. They just don't. 
So, um, you make sure you send me an email too. Uh, whatever. That's not my code. I don't care. Send but, me an email. Um, all right. Well, thank you. All right. You have a good evening, and I will give up the phone to the next available caller. Nope. We're done. Oh, are we? Okay. We're done. All right. You have a good night. You too, Ann. Bye-bye. That's all we got, folks. Stick a fork in it. We're done.